and welcome to DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I'm your Bible teacher for DK Ministries, and we are glad that you are here. Listen, I think the last program, the last podcast we had, I don't think I gave the way to contact us a single time. Uh, I want you to go back and listen to that podcast. You get a chance. It's really a, uh, it was meant to be a word of encouragement and uh, perk up and look up and all that good stuff. So I hope you go back and listen to it. Anyway, uh, let me, so let me, since I didn't, I don't think last time, let me this time give you the way to contact us. The best way, our favorite way for you to contact us is through email, dspreacherman at gmail.com. Every single thing is lowercase, dspreacherman, gmail.com, lowercase. Or you can, as my friend says, look us up on the Facebook, <clears throat> DK Ministries, and you send us a message there. Now, for those who know, <clears throat> know me, know my voice sounds a little... Uh, well, it just doesn't sound like me. Well, the reason is I have a summer cold. Now, everything is not COVID. Everything is, hey, you got COVID? No, I got a, I got a bad one. And I have been nice enough, quote, unquote, to share it with Kathy. And now she has a bad one. But it's not COVID. Been tested, all that stuff. And so, uh, well, here again. Got to be tested probably a little while again. So, uh just want you to know, don't 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 turn it off thinking you're gonna get COVID from listening to the podcast because it's not COVID. It is a bad summer cold. The worst I've had in a long, long time, I will admit that. But anyway, having said that, this is Thursday's discussion. And uh, on Thursdays and we take some time to discuss questions, issues, things we've been asked or things we've run into, things like that. And what we have run into now, well, there's been a, a, a little discussion in circles that I have uh, been around, run in, uh, whatever, stepped into, whatever you want to say, about why is it so easy for people today uh, uh, to get fooled, pulled down, pulled away, knocked off balance, knocked off. Why is it so easy in this world for people who you know love the Lord, not debating it, not questioning it, not, uh, not doubting it, love the Lord, but yet at the same time, find themselves so easily distracted and in many cases defeated in spirit and, and, and because, oh, man, I've done it again. Well, yesterday I got the answer. <laughs> and it was a personal experience that gave me the answer. I was driving uh, to Brookhaven, Mississippi with this, this thought on my mind about today's podcast. In fact, because I did not have an answer to the thing that really was um, working on my mind, I really didn't think we'd be doing a podcast today. I tried very hard on Thursdays to deal with issues uh, that have come up and try to offer at least an argument or discussion, a, a, a baseline, if you will, to start the discussion. Never say, never claiming, never thinking that I'm going to give you the, the, uh, the end-all, be-all answer. But this has been percolating on my mind for a while because a lot of people are beginning to say, man, why is it so hard? Uh, to stay faithful. Why is it so hard to stay right? Well, yesterday, let me get back to the story here that, that reminded me of why it's so hard. I was driving down a highway in Mississippi that they were doing work on. Now, some of it was road work. Some of it was, you know, they cutting the limbs off, but they have flagmen on the road. And, you know, you've been down there. You've been stopped. You know how that goes. And even in the country, and this is country where I live, in country where more or less I was driving, uh, the traffic pattern on that particular highway probably compares to about, uh, I don't know, an hour on that highway probably compares to, you know, 
two or three minutes on uh, your highway, wherever you are, or, or the interstate there, whatever. And so it's not really a, a large populated highway with traffic. But I saw the sign, you know, that, that gives you the warning. The flag was right up the road. I kept looking, kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. Didn't seem, didn't seem, didn't seem, didn't seem, didn't seem. And then I am, I my, the, the, the front of my car is even. And suddenly I see this sign turn to stop. And so I stop. And I look. And there he is. I guess he'd been staring the whole time. And, you know, I kind of, you know, uh, sorry about that uh, kind of thing. I wasn't speeding, by the way, for those who think, oh, you were going too fast. No, I was not because I was watching for the flagman. I had decided, well, because he didn't send, you know, because he wasn't there, could see him. I decided, okay, they hadn't got started yet. And I'd seen them putting out some cones. So I thought, okay, they weren't started. And so off we go. We finally go. And, you know, I kind of nodded him. And I go about, uh, I don't know, let's say, at least just for the sake of it, say three miles down the road. And I see another sign, watch for a flag. But so I'm watching again as intently as I can. And dad, go. <laughs> All of a sudden, there he is. <laughs> I'm even with him. This time I'm close enough. Uh, I wrote up, man, I was so sorry. I didn't see you. You just blended in. And I looked at him. Now, I didn't look at the first guy. I was so shocked. And he's got on camouflage. But he does got on the, on the, uh, the vest. You know, they got their little orange vest. They're supposed to stand out. And uh, he didn't. He just blended in because the leaves are orange colored, all this kind of stuff. And I can make excuses all day long. Once again, by the way, for those taking notes, not speeding. And so I, that's twice now in less than a half an hour that I have, I have almost run right through a flagman. So I take off finally, and he lets me go. And, you know, we kind of nod at each other and all that stuff, realizing I come pretty close to, you know, to run through the flag. So I come to the third one. And guess what? Yeah, you got it. I didn't see him either. And I get, but I, I realized I learned from the first two. I slowed way, way down so much, though. I think the person behind me was really uh, calling me things he shouldn't. And, so, <laughs> and finally, right as I get there, I see him again. I see the third flagman. Oh, my gosh. And I look at him. Well, he doesn't have camouflage on. He's got the orange vest on and all this other stuff. But they were blending in. Now, three times within, I don't know, not even 30 minutes. I almost run through the flag because they were blending in. And I got to thinking about the discussion for today as to why it's so difficult to um, to stay on track. Why it's so easy, uh, you know, to use the wrong language, to think the wrong thoughts, to uh, take the wrong action. And that's because things are blending in. So, oh, Brother Danny, I don't understand that. Well, of course you don't because you haven't heard this podcast yet. <laughs> Oh, come on. Get, 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 look, come on, we need some levity. Here we go. So all day long I pondered it, and I thought, well, you know, with the news media, with the government, with all these things, you know, everything's a philosophical argument and a political agenda, everything is just t- the lines are getting blurred. Now, right is right and wrong is wrong, and I don't care if anybody tells you that is that is right. But the truth is, in our mind, we're being so inundated with uh, uh, this new truth, this new way or whatever it is, it's getting hard to determine, to discern what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad, and, and unfortunately, what is evil and what is not. Uh, you know, everything's being questioned. Science is being questioned. You know, uh, uh, there's male and female. Well, not anymore. Okay. And all these things being said, being taught, uh, are things that, you know, uh, that have been seen as right forever, now wrong. What's been seen wrong is forever is now right. And all this kind of stuff. And and the truth is, 
all this has begun to work on our minds. I believe, now here again, I can't take you to a scripture passage, although the Bible does say, look it up, there will come times uh, due to the tickling of our ears, uh, we'll turn to teachers who, you know, please us or, or say what we like or what we like we hear. And we're in that time, by the way. Last night at South Dakota Baptist Church for our last Wednesday night, uh, Sunday, we have our last Sunday with them. Gosh, what wonderful people. I pray that God just brings in the greatest pastor in the world, and, and that church has run into a thousand in a year for me. I just, they are such good people. You say, well, why are you leaving them? Because God didn't call me to be their pastor. I knew that. Uh, Kathy knew that. And I think they realized that. They just didn't want to admit that. They were so good to us. Uh, and we will get out of the way so they can get their pastor. Pray for us. We're, you know, <laughs> we're unemployed again. Anyway, um, so last night we were talking about Ephesians chapter 6, beginning, you know, verse 10, look it up, the full armor of God. And we talked about putting on the whole armor. And and by the way, go back, look at that passage, Ephesians chapter 6, begin verse 10, read all the way through, and you'll see, you know, a breastplate of righteousness, a shield of faith, a helmet of salvation, all those things. I want you to look at them. But what Paul says is put on the whole armor of God. And the truth is, we have... We have narrowed that down to only those particular things he mentioned. And, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I think that God has put things in our arsenal that we're not using. I don't I don't think we're bad. You know, Jesus said, you know, test the fruits. You can look that up. It's in there. By the way, for those who haven't been listening, he said, why don't you lose the Bible passages? Because I am trying very hard to get those who listen to the podcast to look things up and read it for themselves. So they not just say, oh, Brother Danny said, the Bible said, because long after what Brother Danny said is forgotten. What the Bible says will last and be true. So look these things up, various passages. Well, we're not testing things like we used to. And we're looking to the world instead of to the Lord. You know, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Once again, look it up. I'm going to stop reminding you that. And we're not doing that. We're, we're looking to this preacher. We're looking to that government official. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> do you think, do you think that Jesus would have us arguing against, uh, uh, standing against, criticizing one another over our stances, our beliefs of his, on a shot. I, I read a, a friend of mine posted something, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago about somebody he ran into had gotten a shot. He said he hoped his church didn't find out because they're anti-shot uh, vaccination and all that. And I thought, oh, my goodness, really? Now, listen, I'm not here to argue whether you were pro or anti-shot. I, I'm really neither one. Okay, uh, I hate shots, but I got the shot, and I got the shot because of what I do for a living now. I'm a hospice chaplain. I want to go to people's homes. I want them to say, and so it was an easy discussion. It was an easy answer for me. I got it for others. Now that doesn't mean I'm arguing for you to get it. Although I did tell someone who asked me, Brother Danny, I don't really want to get the shot, but my, you know, my daughter, my son-in-law, my grandchildren, they all got it. What do you think I should do? And I said, Well, you got your answer. They all got the shot. They're telling you they want you to get the shot. And if you want to see your children, grandchildren, not worry about fear, I think you've got your answer. And she texted me back and said, you're right. Decision made. I didn't I didn't have nothing to do with that. They made it because I'm not anti. I'm not pro. Um, I'm just, you know, in the reality of the world I live in. But I've not gotten mad at a single person because they got the shot or didn't get the shot. Uh, I don't like to hear the arguments. I don't like to hear all this crazy talk about oh, if you don't get the shot or this or that. Quite frankly, to be honest with you. And I'll you know, just tell you this, I, I probably would have got shot at all if I was just going to stay on my, my little piece of property and go to Walmart and have them put my groceries in the car. But that's not the way I live my life. And and so anyway, I got shot. Well, but I didn't get it 
I didn't get it. And I didn't feel virtuous or righteous or anything because I got the shot. I felt like I needed to do that because of what I did for a living or do for a living uh, as a hospice chaplain. Well, as a pastor, now I've been an interim pastor this whole time. I've never preached for or against the shot. And I cannot, I cannot imagine in the pulpits guys preaching anti-shot, pro-shot. Now, listen, yeah, there are pros and cons, and you can talk about it all day long. But to make that to make that an essential argument for or against faith, really? Uh, I know that I've read the Bible a lot. I don't know how many times. I've lost count. I've read a lot. And I don't say that to brag. I just, just I've read the Bible a lot, cover to cover. In fact, tomorrow I'll finish reading it again. This year, cover to cover. I've never seen anywhere where it is a test of our faith, our faithfulness, our belief, our worthiness to be, you know, fellowship together, whether or not we've had a shot. I just hadn't seen it. You say, is this, is this podcast? No, this podcast isn't about shots. I, I just fell into that right now because it's a hot topic at the moment. And the truth is, it has become very easy because it's blended in with society. Oh, they got the shot. They're they're uh, they're anti. Oh no, they got they didn't get the shot, and so they're pro. No, 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 no. The shot doesn't have anything to do with our faith. Jesus has everything to do with our faith. Okay, just to be honest with you, just just so you know, just so I know, the test of faith is not whether or not we got a shot. The test of faith is whether or not we have faith in Christ, and whether or not we've asked Him in our heart to be our Lord and Savior. And He's washed our sins away, and we have changed our life because. As, as the book says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning of verse 17, read it, look it up. All things have passed away and all things have become new. If that hasn't happened, you're not saved. Don't come and shot you, God. Okay? <clears throat> now, this is this is, gets back to the point. As those flagmen yesterday, three different times, just blended in. I think what's happened, we've become so deluded with what the world says, what the world thinks, what the world believes at the moment. We have forgotten what faith says. Faith and faith alone saves, okay? Faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It has to be a particular faith. Not just faith that bananas are good or apples are bad. Not just a faith that says, I don't like broccoli. By the way, I don't like broccoli. <laughs> our faith that says, you must eat broccoli. But faith in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who saved us from our sins. So many things today are, are, are becoming blended in, and we're getting confused about what's important. I'm going to give you just a, a list of things that are important this morning and you can add to it hey by the way i encourage you send me we'll add to the list uh send me your list and we'll add it to my list and maybe we'll do another podcast uh he said where i send it dspreachman@gmail.com, all lowercase dspreachman@gmail.com, all lowercase or you can send it to us on the facebook uh, dk ministries okay let me give you a list of things that are important number one having accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior having confessed him as lord and savior having repented of your sins and becoming a new creation in christ that's vitally important okay vitally important and number two and I, i'm i'm really not going to number these because well <clears throat> the order of importance is gonna um probably be changed from time to time i guess depending on Oh, what you're trying to stress at the time. And I realize I'm trying to stress different things. So just the second one I'm going to mention, let me say it that way, is loving God. And I mean loving God. And I mean really loving God. You know, Deuteronomy 6, 4, 5, uh, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your, your body, everything you are, everything you have, loving God. And then, as Jesus said and added to the great commandment, loving others, you know, loving ourselves, loving our neighbor. All those things are vital. And listen, 
if you hate somebody because they got the shot, you hate somebody because they didn't get the shot, you've gotten away from the truth of God's word. You don't hate people because of that. You hate the sin, but you love the sinner. That's something I used to hear all the time. My friend, let me tell you something. We need to get back to that. I hate sin, but I there's not a person in the world I tell you I hate because of what they've done. I hate maybe the consequences of it. I hate maybe what's happened because of it. But I have learned that it is not my job to hate people. Not what God's called me to do. And not what, and when I find that that emotion is all of us will have that in our in our life at our time. <laughs> when that come up, when I find out I have that, I, I deal with it. And that's not that's not easy. That's not it's not pleasant. And I hate after all these after all these years of being a Christian to have to say, you know what? I got something in my heart for people I don't I, I, that I should not have, and I have to deal with it, and I deal with it. Well, I deal with it, okay? And and so let me give you the next one: forgiving others and being forgiven. Those go hand in hand. By the way, the Bible's very clear. Our our willingness to forgive others has a lot to do with our not being forgiven. Now I'm not I don't have time for the lesson there. I don't have time to explain that. And if you're one of those radical people who this doesn't fit your theology, sorry, okay fits mine because of what the Bible says. If I'm unwilling to forgive others, then then truly I don't understand forgiveness. Have I been hurt? Yes. Have I been wronged? Yes. That's not the issue, not the question. The question is, will we forgive? Now you say, well, I'm willing to forgive, but gosh, after you know, after people have wronged me and 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 done certain things, I find it very, very, very difficult to um to go on and, and, and not and not do certain things and, 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 and relate relate to them or with them. Okay, I understand that. Listen, I don't think I don't think I don't think the Lord expects you to allow yourself to continually get slapped and kicked. And sometimes because you've forgiven people don't mean they've changed their life. But you let it go. Don't build a wall, build a bridge. And if there's gonna be a wall built, let them build it so that it you know it can be torn down on their side and then the bridge can be finished again. Okay? I have so many things I'd love to tell you this morning. Um, and this, like my last podcast, is probably more of an encouragement. I hope it's an encouragement to you. But let me, so let me say, let me close this. I, I see that I've, I've, I've kind of reached that magical 18 minutes long before I plan to. And I know that's about the time people have to listen. So let me say this. Love God. Love people. Come to Christ in faith and look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Trust God to take us through these things. And in the spirit of division and separation and all the things that's happening today in the world, stop it. Yes, it's causing everything to kind of blend together and being hard to recognize. But forgive others. Love others. No, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be at peace with us. But as much as it is up to us, we should be at peace with all men. Okay? That's what the Bible says. I'm out of time. It's almost easy. You know, we're going to be 20 minutes. So let me say this. If you if you found yourself falling for various sayings or are committing well committing the, the sin of being argumentative with everybody about everything and stop and realize the reason that's happening because the world's making it happen and blending everything in together camouflaging things so stop look to Jesus first and then act accordingly all right God bless you. We love you. Listen, pray for us. We we have our last Sunday at South Pacoma Baptist Church as the interim pastor, our first interim. Gosh, if everyone goes like this, I'm going to love being an interim pastor. These people have been so good to us, and they're so wonderful. But it's time for us to get out of the way and let them get a real pastor 
Uh, and so pray for us as we see what happens to us next or where God has for us next. Pray for them as they look for God's man. They already have a better preacher lined up coming. <laughs> you say, that's not not hard to do. It wasn't hard for them to do. They just had to call the next guy. But I know him a little bit, and he's a lot better than I am. And so they'll be here better preaching, and uh, hopefully God will just use that guy to help them find God's man. Well, as I said, pray for us. I have some people on my prayer list I'm thinking about. Some have had the COVID. Some have loved ones that had the COVID and the end was not what they wanted. Pray for hurting families as we do as well. And if you don't mind, pray for Kathy. She doesn't, she does not, does not, does not have COVID, but she does have this horrible summer cold that we have been suffering with the last month almost, I think, or at least it feels like. Pray for her as she gets better and pray for me if you don't mind as I continue to recover and hopefully get better and pray for us that we'll have a new place of service soon. God bless you. We love you. Hey, and by the way, stop letting the world determine your actions, your attitudes, and your feelings. Stop blending in with the world and start standing for Jesus. God bless you. We love you. This has been Thursday's discussion. You can contact us at dspreacherman.gmail.com. All or a case, or as my friend says, I love it when he says it, on the Facebook at DK Ministries, send us a message. Let us hear from you. And yes, we have a prayer request list, prayer request, and we'll send that out and update it every time we get one where they say, hey, you can make this one public. And those that are sent to us, they keep these private. We do that praying for you. God bless you. Love you. See you next time.